All the thoughts and ideas you hear on the show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We're just two guys having a good time talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. This is Tasty 219, episode number nine. My name is Larry. I am here, as always, with Greg. How are you doing? Doing really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How was Christmas? Been a busy... Been busy week for me. Sure, sure, for most people. Yeah, but extra ex- extraordinarily busy. Um, I have a nephew, uh, 21 years old. He had open heart surgery on Tuesday. Uh, yep, uh, repaired a aorta. And uh, while they were in surgery, they found he had a hole in his heart as well, and they repaired that. And believe it or not, he came home yesterday on Christmas Day night. So that's pretty solid. It is. Is he doing all right? He's doing really well. Well, good. Uh, I, as a parent, I would be apprehensive to bring uh, my child home that early, but um, yeah, yeah, he's for doing sure. Good. I get that. And, yeah, I got to talk to him today, uh, and he's able to text people now and communicate to the world. So we're thankful for that for Christmas. Right on. Um, my sister's in from Minnesota for the Christmas, New Year's holiday. Very cool. Uh, we found out the gender of my newest grandchild that'll be born in April, May-ish. Uh, gonna uh, have- I saw a like an announcement video of that. Uh, you sent it to me. And they asked their current child, like, hey, what does pink mean? And he's like, cotton candy. <laughs> and I was very psyched about that. That is hysterical. Like, that that's was super, super funny. That, that kid rules. <laughs> that was so funny. That's Mason. And, yeah, he's a little character. Um, and then um, I found out that my youngest son, Ethan, got engaged to his girlfriend, Aubrey. So Very cool. Congratulations, yeah. y'all. Good for yes. you. That's exciting. Yes. So, yeah, I had a very eventful Christmas. Well, um, at their wedding, be sure to take pictures of the catering and review it. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because everyone was asking me on Christmas Eve. That's when I have my aunts and uncles and um, all my kids. and It's just the biggest uh, gathering that we have. And everyone's like, are you critiquing Christmas Eve dinner? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just here to enjoy it. And Actually, uh, while we were at dinner, you told me that your son's proposal he did at home with just the two of them. That's correct. And when I think of like a Christmas proposal, it's like a bunch of people together at Christmas. And it's like a couple who's like, hey, we're going to make this completely about us. Which, I mean, yeah, sure, do what you want. But uh, the fact that he did it just solo, the two of them at home, super classy move. Mad respect. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Good job, dude. That's rad. Yeah. So that was a a pleasant surprise as well. Um, I do want to shout out your son, John, because he gave me some of his burnt ends that he made. And they were so, like, caramelized, maybe is the word I want to use, but it literally felt like candy. And they were phenomenal. Uh, yeah. And I have a couple chunks left, and I'm I'm going to make them last a little <laughs> while because they're so sick. But uh, I'm assuming when we're done with this show, I'm going to go out in my fridge and eat them. <laughs> he brought this huge pot for for Christmas Christmas Day celebration, and they were devoured. And it it made me so happy when he said, "Hey." I'm going to set aside some for Larry and you can take a to him. And I, I want to see what he thinks about that. my man. So, so yeah, he likes to have his, his food critique. So yeah, uh, too, much so. respect for your burnt ends game. They are fantastic. <laughs> so uh, if you have anything else you would like me to eat, I'm always on board. <laughs> yeah. So very cool. What about you? What, any, anything? Uh, my Christmas was very mellow. Um, just with like where COVID numbers are, we kind of just laid low, hung out, didn't want to really risk anything because stuff is so nuts. So uh, I just kind of kicked it at home, watched some movies, ate some chicken. It was pretty mellow. Do you want to talk about that chicken for a, a bit? I kind of do want to talk about this chicken, but I also don't want to bum my mom out. Oh, um, I get that. But uh, there's more coming for Christmas with them, so it's fine. Um, I got some fried chicken from... Goldbelly, which is a website where you can buy 
food from all over the country from restaurants and like famous chefs and stuff. So I got some of Tyler Florence's fried chicken from Wayfair Tavern. Um, and it was insane. Yeah. It looked <laughs> insane. And uh, I think you need to share that picture as well. Cause okay. I was like, okay. Fried chicken. Uh, I mean, how... you watch your mouth, man. Hold on. Fried chicken. I, I haven't, I haven't finished. Fair my, enough. You're my right. Sentiment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, how fancy can this be? And, Seriously, you're going to have this for your Christmas dinner. And you showed me the picture, and I was just floored by the picture. So, yeah, I think that needs to go up on the website. And uh, I'm anxious to try it. I, I, I hear that you saved me a, a few bites. So there's a, there's a good amount left, yes. All right. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to yeah, that. As other well. than that, my Christmas was pretty mellow. I watched all the classics. Like, I watched both. As far as I'm concerned, there's two Home Alones. I think there's actually like five, but no, there's two. I don't care who you ask. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched Elf, um, Christmas Vacation, the the standard ones. I uh, drank some seltzers and laid low. It was nice. No, nice. Yeah. Um, well, what are we doing this week? Um, we haven't had. We, we should mention this. Um, soup. Haven't had soup in about a week. Uh, it's hard to fit everything it's Christmas in with time. the Christmas like, holiday. Yeah, so much happening. Like, we'll catch up this week and have some soups. Um, actually, we are. This is the last week of soups, because next episode is the soup one. Yeah, because this is episode number nine. Um, episode number ten will be the soup, which will also be the season finale. So then we will talk about the end of season one and the launch of season two when we get more information there. But uh. Yeah, the next one coming up is the soup one, so it's a pretty uh, exciting thing. But anyway, this week we went to, because last week we went to my favorite restaurant. Mm -hmm. This week we went to your favorite restaurant. All right. Where did we go? Well, I, first, first, first off, I want to say I held something over from last week that I wanted to say, because this is the week of my favorite restaurant. And when we talk about favorite restaurants, my favorite restaurant for... A number of years was sage <gasps> and we say what do we say in the podcast business skyward sage sky point sky sage. point sky point sage big sky point sage um i could sky point a bunch of restaurants right now but we're on the subject of sage and we're we're oh on the subject God. of my favorite restaurant so yeah sage was sky point all my fingers to sage i love sage sage was very special um everything was always wonderful Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Was it Monday night they had their special? I think it was Tuesday, and it was let me let me remember. It was something like, um, what it had like, to do one five seven was is their at was their address, and that was the name of the restaurant before there. Um, I want to say it was a dollar dessert, sure, five dollar drink, mm -hmm. and seven dollar flatbread. Maybe but something along those lines. Yeah, um, which was a great deal. It was a good deal. They're flat normally they're, they it wasn't a necessarily affordable restaurant. Oh, uh, it was a it was in the in the realm of things. It had great value to me. No, no it definitely had. It was worth what you paid for, but it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't a cheap place to eat because you're getting such a quality yeah meal. But sure. But that one five seven deal. Uh, that was an excellent deal. And the, the size of the flatbread, you could have very easily shared that with someone that you went with. Oh, God, I miss Sage. So um, <coughs> we're going to move on to my favorite restaurant. Actually, before we do that, okay. let's take a sip of this and talk about what we're sipping because we haven't done that and we always do it at the beginning. That's correct. Sorry. So currently we did not really, it's, you know, it's Christmas time. Everyone's busy. We really didn't have time to go to a brewery, like a local place to get some locally made beer at the time. But uh, we still have something. In uh, my stocking for my parents, I got a pack of K-Cups for a Keurig made by a company called Cask and Kettle. And they are 76 proof Irish coffees, which is just like a 38% alcohol K-Cup. Um, I will say like that 190 plus degree water pumping through that and like that vapor coming out of there does kind of hurt your nose a bit because it's just super hot alcohol fumes but uh other than that i do really like the convenience of having a boozy coffee really quick that's super neat 
You know, when we have this segment, I'm always like, I'll take a sip of whatever beer I got, and I usually just leave it, and then after the show, you drink the rest of it, because I'm not a really big drinker. That makes me sound terrible. (laughs) No, it doesn't make you sound terrible. You just appreciate liquor more than I do. I just drink more than you. (laughs) However you want to say it. I'll I'll just be Anyway, Anyways, I'm enjoying this. I okay. like the flavor of this coffee. I want cream. And we talked about this as we were coming and home from I'm the like, restaurant. Hey, we can do those coffees. Um, I don't have any cream. We can stop and get some. And then we did it. No, we didn't. But it's still a very pleasant drink. Um, yeah, I would love it with cream. And I would drink the hell out of it. A 38% alcohol K-cup is a super wild concept to me, though. Like, that's that's strong, man. Like, that's a lot of alcohol in that little cup. And that's weird. I sent a picture of it to, uh, we have a Keurig at, at work, and I sent a picture of it to my boss today, and I'm like, it'd be super sick if we had, like, a secret stock of these somewhere at work. <laughs> well, it's like, how, how do the, because when you think of proof, you think of wet liquid, and this is dry in a K-cup, so how does oh. it maintain that alcohol flavor or Content or whatever uh, you want to say. I think it maintains the flavor because the alcohol content is so insanely high. Yeah. <laughs> 38% alcohol in a cup of coffee is pretty wild, man. <laughs> sure. But what do you think of it? Um, I like it very much. Yeah, I yes. do too. I would, yeah. And I remember... Um, and what's the name of the company again? Casking Kettle. Casking and, um, Kettle. I was doing my stocking with my parents over FaceTime so they could see, like, we were like, watch... Um, and she's like, well, it's not, there's nothing super exciting in there, really. And I pulled it out and I'm like, this is boozy K cups. What do you mean there's nothing in here exciting? This is incredible. I'm super, super psyched on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Almost more than the other sours that I've had at the beginning of previous episodes. So this is a mm-hmm. nice, and it makes, it's kind of special for the Christmas season. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. not to steer too far away from the actual show, but just a couple more things I do want to mention about food at Christmas. Um, my parents dropped off some stuff. Um, I had this pimento cheese that my mom had made, homemade, and it is absolutely ridiculous. You spread it on crackers like you normally would with pimento cheese, but it's absolutely fantastic. Um, Christmas Eve, they smoked some hams, and they are absolutely delicious. I still have some of that in the fridge if you'd like some later, maybe. Actually, I don't know if I want to give you any because it's that good. I don't think you should bring up things that you're not willing to share. Well, I'm just trying to let you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I also was given an extra crab cake that my mom made for you. Mm -hmm. Um, They are also absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. One of these days, I'm not going to mention the food that my mom makes on an episode. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not because the next one is the lemon rice one, and she made some lemon rice. We we'll talk about that too. Doesn't matter. Oh, we should actually. This is what we should actually do because I know Ashley's been wanting to go to brunch at your mom's, and I know we our friend Mikey went to your mom's for brunch one time. We should have a brunch episode of Tasty Two One Nine from your mom's house. We should live stream a brunch from my mom's house. That would be hysterical. Last time we went to lunch, brunch at my mom's house. <laughs> if you know, you know. Your mom. <laughs> she, she had so much fun playing that uh, heads up game. Do you remember playing that? Kind of. And, and she, she had quite a few shots of tequila. That She found out that I like tequila and she decided we were going to do tequila shots that day. And Yeah, that was a fun day. That was an absolutely great time. It was so weird to be, like, decently drunk at my parents' house <laughs> at, like, noon. And then look over, and I'm like, Mikey's here. Yeah. What a weird time. What, <laughs> yeah, what a weird grouping of people. And everyone in that group enjoyed that day. It was so much fun. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, we are rambling and rambling. We're well, catching we're up rambling. from Christmas. Yeah, we Chris- had a lot happen this week. So Sure. Well, where did we go? Yes. So my number one restaurant that I enjoy is Prime Steakhouse. And that's at 109 West Joliet Street in Crown Point, Indiana. It's on the south end of the square. 
And Prime Steakhouse is part of the Theo's Dining Group of Restaurants. Yeah, lots of good stuff in that group. Lots of it, actually. Right. And their uh, website is www.primesteakhousecp.com. They're open every day, Monday, 11 to 9, Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 10, and Sundays, 12 to 8. So we went for dinner and... What was your impression when we walked in? Well, like, like, kind of like how I said last week, it, it wasn't really a first impression because I've been to Prime like 10 times or something. Not 10, but a, a good amount of times. I agree with you. However, they've been under some remodel they and construction. Did. You're right. And it's actually pretty subtle because it's not like right. super noticeable, which I think is cool. They just like revamped a couple of things, like the old upstairs for when it used to be Chicago's. It had the big Chicago sign there. Um, so that's just like a new a new upstairs area there. But uh, I love how it looks in there. Yeah, I do too. It's real old-timey and dark and brick, and it's got that really cool old like city-style ceiling with like the ornate tile stuff. I love it. Right. It's not feminine by any means. It's a masculine-feeling-type restaurant where you imagine doctors and lawyers coming there. Women can be doctors and lawyers. The- you're missing my point. It's not in pinks and greens and pastels and that. It's the dark wood and that copper tin ceiling and the brick exposed walls. It you sure you get the feeling that it's a manly place. Okay. Um they had the excellent, excellent dinner music going on. I honestly did not notice it. What was it? You didn't? It was kind of, um, I don't like jazz. It was kind of a jazzy feel, jazzy feel with words. It was appropriate dinner music. Okay. It wasn't too loud. Obviously, you No, I didn't even did. notice it. It was, it That's was like very That's like the first thing I noticed when I go in anywhere, like what's playing in Yeah. Here? It was very appropriate. I enjoyed it very much. Cool. Uh, I also enjoyed... Uh, the candles that were lit on the table, all the tables had candle lights on them. That gives it a cool, like, luminous kind of vibe right. in there. I like that. And they had tablecloths on the napkins, real, real napkins, and they were alternated red and green for the season. Sure. And it looked nice when you walked in. Uh, I also noticed that they had uh, beautiful but varied lighting up above. They had a chandelier that was pretty, and they had a different, um, you you call them Edison lights. Those were throughout the area. Then there was this beautiful, almost like, um, it's similar to stained glass, but it's like one one solid color glass. Sure. I'm not sure how, what how, if I'm describing that right. But all the lighting was very beautiful. It, it really set the mo- mood, and you wanted to be, I wanted to be there. I, I always want to be yeah, there. Yeah, I love being there. Of course, it's my favorite place. <laughs> you know, you always, you always get a quality, quality meal. It never, the quality never changes. It's consistent. It's, it's, yeah, very good. That's the word I'm looking for. It's very consistent. Sure. You have any other um, impressions or? Um. Not particularly. I mean, no. it's, I've, I've been there plenty of times, but uh, a lot. I will say a lot of the restaurants on the square go super hard with their Christmas decorations. Some like are maybe a little too hard where it's a little wild. Theirs was super subtle, um, very tasteful. I like that. It was. I, I agree with you. Pardon me. I, I agree with you. Uh, I enjoyed, I don't know if you noticed that big six foot Santa at the entrance. How the hell did I miss a full life-size Santa Claus? (laughs) It was really nice. Did I really not see that? Okay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but that's okay. And then we were, we were greeted by our server and his name was, I think Justin, his name was Justin. Yes. I had to ask because he he was being appropriate and he wore a mask. Sure. It matched his uniform. They wear uniforms there. Yeah, I guess it you could was say that. They just, wear, black they just wear black. Yeah. yeah. But but you know when they come to sure, your table sure. who they are. And we did have some um, service staff 
that filled our waters. Yeah, yeah. And they, I, I believe they brought the bread and stuff too. Sure. No, their their service there is always absolutely wonderful. Actually, there is a server who works there, and every time we go there, we're hoping she's there, and she hasn't been the last couple times we're there. Right. But her name is Leslie. Leslie, and yes. she is the coolest person. Like, I'm not just saying, like, she's a good server. Like, she's actually cool. Like, if I ran into her somewhere and she's like, hey, let's go hang out, I'd be like, absolutely, I'm down, let's go. Yeah. She's sick, man. She's so friendly, and yeah. We went there during a summertime situation, I think, maybe one day. For lunch. We were there We were just having lunch one day in the summer. We sat on the patio, and it was a weekday, and they had their martini special. I believe it's Thursdays is their martini special. And uh, I ordered a couple, and I'm like, oh, my God, these are good. And she goes, what's the next one? I'm like, you know what? Screw it. You pick. Bring me whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> she just kept bringing me different martinis, and they were all awesome. And I ended up being very deep into some martinis. Like, oh, boy, it's the middle of the day, and it's Thursday. I had to cool it. And I think I came home and slept. But, yeah, it was awesome, and she's really rad. Yeah. We do. We do enjoy Leslie. And, um, yeah, she's a great server and a great asset to Prime Steakhouse. So, um, our server, Justin, he was, he was excellent. He, uh, described the two specials they had. Um, he brought us out that bread basket, which the bread was fine. I mean, it was nicely sliced in that, but that butter, that butter was so delicious. We mention room temperature butter a lot. I know that we do, but like, this was some room temperature butter and it was good right and it was uh infused with some type of seasoning i think it's just like a like a garlic herb butter it was it was pretty it had green in it so it wasn't anything like super over the top or wild yeah it could have been basil or thyme or it was something but you could taste it maybe it might have been chive it it wasn't chive you can tell chives um but um yeah, that was really good. Uh, that amped up the bread for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that bread, their bread is always so good. And then they filled our water goblets. And those these, goblets were beautiful. They were beautiful. They looked like something that you would have at a king's feast. Normally, were, when I mention something beautiful, I'm like, "Hey, go on our Instagram. It's there." There's not a picture of one of these super ornate probably, glass goblets. Yeah, we probably should have taken a picture of yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It was a beautiful, like, leaded crystal glass, and it had those nooks and crannies and the beautiful stem. And um, usually, I think of um, wine in these, but it was refreshing to have that for our ice water. Definitely. Yeah. So that was nice. Then we went on and we ordered drinks. We did. Uh, I actually have to pull up the picture of the menu here because there's a lot of components to my drink. So sorry about that. If you well, want to start I'll with go yours. with my drink first. Yes. I had the Bonnie Brise and it's Bonnie. Sorry. It's uh, Patron Silver Tequila with grenadine, watermelon cordial, ginger beer, and a splash of fresh lime. That is awesome. Yeah. And it was served in a regular um, whiskey on the rocks type rocks glass, glass. Yes. And a straw. It could have used some garnish. Uh, like you said, we, I don't know even know if we took a picture of my drink, did we? I did. Oh, okay. So that's it was on just, there. It was just red, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could have amped it up a little bit. Uh, my impression of the drink was, it. like I said before, I'm not a big drinker. So... Um, as much as I enjoyed my drink at Proveco last week, this one was way too strong for me. Um, uh, people who um, are are more into those heavier drinks, they may have liked it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. it, I just, I did not, it was too much alcohol for me. And I didn't get any It was of the a flavors. lot of alcohol for me to drink. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, well, I took a couple sips and then it was sitting there at the end of the end of the night, and Larry goes, "We're not going to waste that." I'm like, "Well, I don't want to drink it." <laughs> no, but I'm like, that's like a decently priced cocktail. There's no way that that's getting dumped out. I'm going to drink that for sure. Well, if I don't enjoy something, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ingest it just well, because I paid. Well, if you don't enjoy an alcoholic beverage, I might not enjoy it either. I'm still going to drink it. Okay. Well, that's the difference between <laughs> you and I. 
<laughs> and did you find out what your drink was? My drink was called a Mr. Hendrix, which uh, when I first saw the name, I'm like, Hendrix Gin, I'm in, let's go. Yeah. Um, and it is, of course, Hendrix Gin, uh, elderflower liqueur, uh, fresh lime juice, fresh basil poured over ice and do a rocks class on top of the club soda. Um, it was, it's kind of dark in there. So when I go to take a picture of my drink, the way my phone captured like the little basil leaves on top, it made it look like metallic gold. And I'm like, what's that? I what thought, is the little gold flakes in my drink for? This is sick. I thought gold slogger. For sure. That's exactly but, uh, what I thought. And I looked up close to the actual drink itself. I'm like, oh, those are basil leaves. Well, and we actually <laughs> thought maybe we got the wrong drinks when we saw no, that. No, but uh, in the end, we did get the right drinks for yeah. sure. But I saw it. it. You can see on the picture, it looks like little gold flakes. Yeah. It's not, though. It's basil. It's just how my phone captured that light there. Yeah. So did you enjoy your drink? Um, It was, like yours, very strong. Um, It took me about the whole meal to finish it. You did? Um, yeah. And if if someone hands me, it's like, hey, here, uh, here's a Hendrix and uh, elderflower liqueur and club soda. I'm going to be like, great. This is like my ideal drink. I'll drink this in no time, and I will want another one right away. Not the case here because it was boozy. Yeah. It was very strong. Yeah, so they make their drinks strong. There Which, I mean, I guess that's effective. I mean, I'll respect that. That's cool. But uh, they just don't go down as easy as I want. You can't say that they cheap out on the drinks. Like, oh, no, not at all. Some places, some places do. do cheap out on the drinks. Like, exactly. Uh, you'll see that a lot at like a chain place, like a Chili's or a Red Robin. Like You can get like a, a $15 like hurricane or some crap like that, and it's... <laughs> Not gonna have any alcohol. It's just gonna be bl- like a blue slushy with a little bit of vodka in it. Or what's those the drinks of the month at Applebee's? The, they're a dollar. That's different. <laughs> those are a dollar. Uh, you know? Okay, I hate Applebee's. Applebee's is literally like garbage food. Yeah. But that one dollar drink of the month at Applebee's, that's cool, man. I like that. <laughs> I do. It's a dollar. Like who cares what it is? <laughs> so then we ordered an appetizer, and we. Maybe not we, but I kind of made a conscious effort. I'm not going to say I did because you you suggested it too. We debated on our appetizers, and I said it was between two choices, the shrimp cocktail or the loaded potato bites. And we made a conscious effort to try something different than we normally talk about because you said, you know, no one wants to hear you talk about crab cakes all the time. No one wants to hear me talk about shrimp cocktail all the time. So we made that conscious effort and we went with the mashed potato bites which seems like an odd choice at a higher end restaurant it seems like a like a b-dubs kind of thing like exactly you know but it's like some sports bar food exactly but they didn't disappoint me with this appetizer no they were good they were really good they were literally mashed potato balls and inside that the cheese when you Put your fork into that mashed potato ball. The cheese was just oozing out. Sure, sure. It was so good and tasty. And there are bits of bacon, and it had some parsley in it. And it was, that potato ball was rolled in light panko and very, very lightly fried. It wasn't heavy at all. No? No. And it was served with sour cream. So it was it was a very good appetizer. The um, presentation of it could have been a little better. The presentation of it could have been a lot better. The sour cream was served in a plastic to-go cup. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the serving size was four, which is oh, nice. for sure. Yeah, even number, nice. Good for yeah, you. Even yeah. number appetizer is a rarity, and it's nice when you come across yeah. it. Yeah, but overall, I was happy with the taste of the appetizer, and I'm glad we get we picked it. It was something. It was different very. Th- it was very good than we normally. And the, do. the the garnish on the side was just like I guess a, a small house salad for a lack small. Of a term. It, it was, and um, I, it added color to the plate. Uh, I don't necessarily think it had to be there. They could have put those mashed potato balls on a bed of um, anything, parsley really. or yeah, anything really, yeah. And it could have been served in a smaller platter. Or, or something. True. But anyway, it, it was good overall. Presentation was lacking on that one. I'll give you that. So then um, we had our salads. And this is another thing. I've had salads there before. 
And this salad, I don't know what, like I said, this is my favorite consistent restaurant. Tonight was off point with them for me. I mean, this salad, it had all the components that you like in a salad. It had that big piece of cucumber and a piece of tomato and shredded carrots and the purple cabbage. And um, he asked us if we wanted crushed pepper or cracked pepper at the table. So all the points were there. Um, And they have that homemade garlic dressing that I absolutely love. And theirs is really, really good. Yeah, but that was also served in a plastic to-go cup. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I can't get over that. That's it's okay. I I under I I I'm I'm on your page with that. I just don't recall mine being a plastic. It, it could have been one of those metal cups. Oh, mine was a plastic to go cup. You can see the picture. No, of it. no, I, you proved that to me at dinner. Um, my issue with my salad was the lettuce and how it was cut. It was almost cut like coleslaw, in these sh- little thin shreds. Okay, and I wish it would have been. It could have been fancier lettuce or bigger pieces or something. The salad, it was although it was good, it was just presented wrong tonight for some reason. And I don't ever recall that in the salads there. Okay. How how was your salad? You had that balsamic vinaigrette. I had the exact same salad as you, but I had balsamic vinaigrette instead of garlic dressing, and the salad was fine. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything just fine. Okay. You know? There's yeah. not really much. To, it was a house salad. Like, it was pretty standard. Yeah. So we go on to our entrees, and I was going to get the filet, and Larry goes, you know, you talked about a filet last week. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like we're at a steak steakhouse, and this is my favorite steakhouse. I should talk about that. But I, I like I said, I took Larry's, Larry's reminder, and he decided to have a steak. And I went. I thought we were both going to have steak. I no. I decided to go for the barbecue ribs. Fair though. Now the barbecue ribs. Oh my god, they were pretty good. Um, I love their ribs very much. Uh, well, they're my ribs, so let me talk about my ribs. Damn. They're they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they are not Wagner's ribs. Wagner's yeah, from a different restaurant, of course. Uh, not. No. But when we talk about barbecue ribs in Northwest Indiana, no one, no one, no one beats Wagner's ribs. Wagner's is overrated. It's not overrated. Yes, it is. Okay. These ribs were good. Although they didn't, they didn't fall apart like Wagner's does. Wagner's, you could not, if you don't have teeth, you can enjoy Wagner's ribs. They just fall off the bone, and you can just swallow them. Here, these ribs were almost, they were almost as good, a different kind of rib. You had to pull it with your fork, but once you got it on your fork, they were delicious. Sure, but I can't get the image of a toothless person eating ribs out of my head, and it's insane. But no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to give a visual image of how tender those ribs sure. are. These no, were I not, thought those ribs are not super long ago, so I know exactly what you're talking about. These ribs were not quite as tender. They were still great. I, you know, they were right up there. Their sauce, this is what, what uh, sealed me on the sauce. It was sweet and thick, but not overly saucy because they cooked them so long that it got almost caramelized and parts of it were almost crispy. I really enjoyed that in the rib. Sure. The portion size was huge. Yeah. I brought so much home. Yeah, it was really, really, really big rack of ribs. I really enjoyed these ribs. Good. What were your sides? My sides, I had the garlic mashed potatoes, which were dynamite. When we talk about mashed potatoes... I want lumps in my mashed potatoes, so I know that they're real. Yes. And these had not a lot of lumps, but enough so you knew that they were homemade. And the garlic level was on point. Sure. You could tell they were garlicky, not over garlicky, and they had that parsley throughout. It was a good-sized portion, a tasty portion. Sure. Sure. My plate was a large oval white plate, and it was filled. Oh, yeah. It was the appropriate plate for my meal. 
Are you the type of person that likes or dislikes a little bit of skin in their mashed potatoes? Skin doesn't have any place in mashed potatoes. Skin has a bunch of place in mashed potatoes. No. Yes, Not for me. No, no, it does. It's great. I want my potatoes peeled. I don't want any peelings in my mashed potatoes. Oh, whatever. So anyway, I didn't get that in these. They were excellent. (laughs) My green beans were also excellent. They weren't anything crazy, but they were young green beans. And when I mean that, they were thin, and you could tell that they were, you know, just to the right point. If you let beans go too long, they get the actual beans inside of the pods. These didn't have that because they were young and fresh, and you could tell that they were fresh and not out of a can. So my whole meal, perfect. It was plated perfectly. It tasted perfectly. It was the prime steakhouse that I know over the past five years. Good, good. Yeah, it was excellent. Very what, good. what did you end up having? I had an 18-ounce New York strip. Had it cooked medium rare because I am not a psychopath, and I'm not going to have them burn it. Um, it was cooked perfectly. It was absolutely delicious. On uh, my side, I also had the garlic mashed potatoes because I've had them before, and they are phenomenal. Everything you said about them was 100% true, and I absolutely agree with every part of that. My initial plan, when I ordered first, I got... My sides to be broccoli and asparagus. And I'm like, wait, wait, no. One of these needs to be a potato. So I ditched the asparagus and I got the broccoli. Um, The broccoli was fantastic. They have some of my favorite broccoli. But I still wish I would have got the asparagus instead of the broccoli. The only thing I'm going to say in your defense of that is remember um, the last time we went there, they were having difficulties with the asparagus. Remember, they had it, but she said they weren't going to serve it because they weren't happy with the quality no, of it. Yeah, there was some weird, um, it was like, not just there, it was like a pretty big like supply chain type of thing with asparagus yeah. for a little while. Yeah, that, Plus, that did happen. That's one of those things that has to be in season, and December is not yeah, the season. Yeah, asparagus has to be spe- right on. Yeah, Weird asparagus is not good. So I, I think you made the right choice there. Thank you. You have anything else to add about the entrees um, or the sides? My steak, just I cut into it, I put it in my mouth, and it kind of just like dissolved away. That's like, how you want it, like you uh, how you to... said uh, a toothless person could enjoy these ribs. <laughs> Shout out toothless people! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Shout out toothless people! I guess. Um, Oh, I really lost my train of thought because it was so awesome. Uh, um, oh, yeah, toothless people eating steak. That's where I was going. <laughs> um, it was it was super tender and really just easy. It was it was great. The flavor was fantastic. The outside had that nice crust on it, but the inside was still super red and bloody. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful steak. One of the better steaks I've had uh, maybe ever. Uh, that's, that's pretty bold, but uh, it was it was a, a very good steak. Definitely the best steak I've ever had there. Well, that's sure. good. that's good, and it was served with two mushrooms. Yeah, and I which, gave them to you because I don't eat that. Which you, uh, how were how were those mushrooms? Which you good. gladly gave to me. I enjoyed them very much. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was something else that I wanted to say about it, and now I I can't. Uh, it's it's escaped my train of thought. Okay. So yeah, my overall dinner was. Excellent. Um, we, I knew, I knew what I was having for dessert when I picked the place, and uh, oh, know, rare! I could have been disappointed, but I wasn't. Uh, they had creme brulee, and I ordered it, and it didn't disappoint. Uh, the creme brulee had that perfect, hard, and crunchy, and torch top. So a toothless person could not eat this. Probably not, <laughs> unless they let it dissolve in their <laughs> mouth. Had a, a category of like the the toothless compatibility factor, <laughs> and it had that creamy light custard underneath. It was so refreshing and not heavy, as opposed to the dessert that you had. Oh my god! So he brings out like this massive tray of desserts. Like it's got the actual desserts on them. He points. He tells you what everything is, and it's really cool. It's way better than reading it. Um, 
so it was between a couple things. One of the things I wanted to get was like a lemon blueberry donut cake. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, it's really light. It's really easy. It sounds good. I'm like, that does sound good. But then he said he had a cookie dough cheesecake. I'm like, well, clearly I want the cookie dough cheesecake. I'm, and he tried to talk you out of he's it. He's like, dude, it's really intense. And I'm like, dude, I'm an intense dude. Like, let's go. Let's get it. And he's like, all right, man. He brought it out and it weighed more than me. It was so dense and rich and sweet. And um, I, I don't even think a toothless person could look at this cheesecake. Mm. It was crazy. Mm. It was delicious, but like, I'd say I probably had a good third of it. I'm like, no, I don't want to look at this ever again. Get this away from me. But then you said you would order I, it again. It, I would because it was so good. It yeah. was so good. It's just impossible to finish. And it was like a modestly sized slice of cheesecake. It was not big. Yeah. So then we talk about presentation. And I go to... Uh, Are we scoring right no, now? No, 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 oh. no. That's just oh, we're, the we're last... Oh, we're talking about the presentation of... Yeah, everything oh, overall. Okay. Sorry. Um. I ha- I noted that the water goblets were beautiful, and we talked sure. about that. The mains were served on those, you know, they were white oval plates, what you expect at a fancy restaurant. Nothing over the top. Timeless, normal. The food was appropriately sized to the plates. They were very generous portions, very generous portions. Um, The desserts were beautiful. Yours was really beautiful with the swirls of chocolate. It it was pretty. And caramel. I I wouldn't say it was beautiful, but it did look nice. Do we have a picture of it? Oh, yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah, Yeah. and it had that dollop of whipped cream. And my creme brulee looked like a perfect creme brulee. It was actually bigger than I'm used to getting creme brulees, so this could have easily been shared with a friend. You would never do that. Well, I have no friends, so I decided to keep the creme brulee for myself. (laughs) Oh, all right. Dang. (laughs) And my only other thing is I I think the drinks could have had a garnish on them or or something. They were just liquid in a cup, and there you go. I had those little basils, basil leaves, basil chunks. I don't know what they are. There's little flakes. Flakes, that's the word. Yeah, you did. I did. Mine mine did not. So, yeah, those are my only notes on presentation and any other... Any other notes? I didn't hit a note anything that I haven't said already. Right on. Um, I was pretty... I don't want to get too strong into what I feel about the presentation until we get to the scoring part, but okay. uh, I've definitely expected a little more out of that. Okay. Yeah. All well, right. uh, do you want to... Are we to the scoring part right now? We are. Do you want to take a minute, like... We usually do, and then go back and score? Yep, absolutely. All right, sounds good. We'll uh, we'll be back in a few. See you on the flip side. Okay, we are back. How was your break? It was good. How about yours? It was fine. Nothing really happened. Uh, That lightning strike and thunder were pretty... Yeah, did not expect that. Did not really know. (laughs) I also, like, I mean, I've been off work since uh, a few days. It's Christmas time. Um, Haven't really cared too much about what it's going to be like outside because I'm like, I'm not doing anything. So I haven't really looked, but yeah, I guess it's raining tonight. Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. So we're scoring now, right? We are on to the scoring section of the program. Okay. And we are to the category of ambiance, setting, and mood. Uh, I'm going to go four here. How about you? Uh, I went five. Uh, to To me, the setting was perfect. I loved... The decor, it's definitely an established restaurant. It had that long bar, and that that seated 14 people and wrapped around the front. Um, Yeah, everything was was perfect for me from that uh, wonderful dinner music to um, the place settings and uh, the temperature was perfect. Our service was perfect. So it's a, a perfect five for me for ambiance, setting a mood. Right on. Very cool. I and mean, it, I'm, I'm pretty much on that similar page with you for sure. Yeah. And again, we are evaluating Prime Steakhouse. It's on the south end of the Crown Point Square. And we go on to value. And uh, value for me, uh, I'm going to give them a four and a half here. Uh, the value is there for me, but I can see some people that the value wouldn't be there because it's it, the ticket can be pretty pricey there. 
Sure. Fair enough. I understand that. Um, I'm going to go 3.8, which I know is a really specific number, but... <laughs> Now we're going to tense on the Tasty 219 podcast. So you give them a 3.8. No, I guess I'll give them a four. It's fine. <laughs> they get a four. I guess 3.8 is essentially four. I just didn't want to give them a four because I didn't think it was that. Well, then stick with your 3.8. You can, that's, it's our program. You can do what you want. I'm giving them a 3.8 just okay. because um, it'll come up again during the presentation thing. But that those plastic to go cups that sauces and dressings were served in just rubbed me the wrong way so aggressively. And I get that sometimes things just rub you the wrong way that you know, like that. I we go back to those plastic uh, tableware at uh, Prime smoked meats in Valpo that burned my goat. You know, so. Is that a phrase? It's not a phrase. <laughs> Did you really just pull that out of nowhere? It, it, that really burned my goat? Like a like a sacrifice type of thing? I don't I don't know what the saying is. What the hell? my mind. <laughs> but anyway, I, so I'm, weird. <laughs> I'm equating to your experience with those plastic cups and the of the dressing okay, right to on. my plastic wear from Prime Smoked Meat episode. Right on. Uh, right on. And shout out to smoked goats. <laughs> to smoked goats? <laughs> You're right, man. Toothless goats, even. <laughs> Shout out toothless goats. Anyway. Oh, did, so did we both score for value here? Yeah, you yeah, I gave him a 3.8. You made a big deal out of it. I apologize. Fine, uh, let's get this back on the on the rails here. Right. Um, then we move on to service. And you go first here for service. Uh, I'm going to give him a five. Uh, he was very personable. He was kind. He was mellow. He was pretty cool, actually. Um we actually will be like, he came up and like, without even like wanting to take an order or anything, like he was just casual. He's like, oh, how was your holiday? And I'm like, oh, it, good, man. How was yours? Cool. Like he was just like carrying on a conversation with just like with the person. It was, it was nice. He was a really personable guy. I liked that. I didn't get personable, but I also gave him a five. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was efficient. Um, he was. He told us what the specials were right away. And he explained them thoroughly, which yeah. is nice. He cracked the pepper if we wanted it on our salad and mm-hmm. suggested you not to get that cheesecake, and you did anyway. And Yeah, um, that was the the most honest anyone had ever been with me in my life is when they said, hey, man, this cheesecake is intense, because he was not kidding. That was for real, man. Yeah, that stuff I kind, of, I kind of feel like it wasn't the right word. It, it should have been a different word. Oh, but. no. You didn't try it either. Um, intense is very much a good word. Yeah. Okay, so we both agree the, the service from Justin deserved a five. Yes. Uh, we go on to presentation. I think I'm going to go here first because I, I feel a bad score from you on presentation. Um My notes for presentation was it was lacking tonight for sure. It it's not the prime steakhouse that uh, I've I've been accustomed to in the past. Um, it was lacking on the drinks, it was lacking on the appetizer, and it was lacking on the salad as well. Uh, the entree and desserts, on the other hand, were stunning and beautiful and appropriate. So I give um, Prime Steakhouse a four on presentation. Okay. Um, I don't want to give them like a two on presentation just because they use plastic to go cups for stuff because I've been there a bunch of times and I know how beautiful their stuff can be. Um, I also I understand that it's it was Sunday. It was towards the end of the night. It's the day after Christmas. Things happened. Morale back there probably wasn't super high. I get it. Um, So I'm just because I know what they're capable of and my entree itself was gorgeous and my dessert was gorgeous. I'm going to go three and a half for a presentation. Okay. So not that terrible. No, not that terrible at all. Uh, I think it is in, in the ballpark of what we experienced tonight. Right. So then we go to the big score and that's for quality and taste. 
and my notes, uh, I'm never disappointed with the quality of the food here. Um, and I give them a 10. Wow, this is your favorite place, though. So it makes sense. Good for you. Do you want to elaborate on that? Uh, no, I elaborate what I said. It's always what I want. And okay. Um, I'm going to go eight for quality and taste. Um, I do like it very much. I never will shoot down the idea of going there. If someone pitches it, I'm absolutely on board. Um, there's just other places I would prefer, but I do like it all the time. I guess that's, I mean, it's not super specific. I know it's not that great of an answer, but it's, it's honest. So I'll go with it. Exactly. So I'm going to award my creme brulee bonus point here. And so I give, um, Prime Steakhouse and Crown Point, a total points of 29 and a half. And when I divide that by six, they get a score of 4.9. Okay. Uh, they got a 24.3, which is a super specific number. And when I divide that by six, they get a 4.0 from me. Well, that's good. Uh, that's that's a, still a pretty damn that, solid score, that honestly. That is a solid score. Uh, and, you know, we kind of beat them up a little bit, but... Um, it's my favorite restaurant, and I, I feel like I can beat them up a little bit and be honest with you guys. And We need to feel that about everywhere we go. That's exactly right. Um, and I know that, well, more so for me than you, because you really have no problem saying something negative ever. Uh, I sometimes feel a little remorseful, and not remorseful, that's not the word, but I feel a little uncomfortable being super negative. And during a review, which means I probably shouldn't be the type of person who does something like this, but uh, it's fun, so I don't care. But I, I, it's gotten easier as we go on, like saying like, oh, I didn't like this about that place or this or this. So it'll eventually probably go away, but it's still there. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, this that's wraps up this episode of Tasty Two One Nine. So uh, next week is our lemon rice special that we've been prepping for all month. It is the the end of the season of season one. Um, I don't know what the plan is like between season one and season two. We will have that all sorted out by next week, and uh, we'll fill you in on that then. But until then, I'm glad you all had a, a nice and safe and happy holiday. And uh, that's all I got. Yep, and I wish you a happy new year and... Hopefully everyone will have a better 2022 than we did in 2021. And we look forward to bringing you many more episodes of Tasty 219 in 2022. We're gonna take it easy, y'all.